Hello and welcome back to No Pink Spandex. My name is Brandon. I am actually one of the newest members of No Pink of No Pink Spandex family, and I have the pleasure to actually be able to interview the crew of No Pink Spandex. Lisa J. Hey. Jeremy. Hey. Dare. Spy and Seamus. How are you guys? What's up? So happy to be here. I'm sticking around again. <laughs> just, just, just Yay! This guy. <laughs> this guy over here. I'm not like the Tommy of Olympic Spanish. I'm kind of like kind of like a Wes. He just keeps showing up. You're like, okay, <laughs> sure. I mean, Wes, we like Wes. Well, sure, we're like, I him up. like I said before, even though Seamus isn't on the podcast, he is part of our uh, research and development team. So therefore uh he is here so there you go there you go yes. now please please I, I'm, not, I'm not the host i'm right now i'm not the host i am a person <laughs> who is just here and go brandon <laughs> oh goodness okay so you know listen first of all i would just like to say thank you for allowing me to be here and thank you for allowing me to hold space with you all with all of you eclectic very knowledgeable people um so it's been a, a good ride and I've been here, oh my God, for a year. So um, before I was even in, in the show. So yay. Um, but thank you for allowing me to stick around and let's go ahead and get this party started. So with that being said, oh, I, Jesus, what you going to ask, bro? <laughs> I demand my lawyer. We didn't get those I promise you the first question is not going to be that bad. I promise it's not going to be that bad. But I'm pretty sure, you know, you're all sitting at home, right? You know, mm -hmm. just doing whatever. I mean, it's quarantine, so you can't really do much. Um, if you want to watch Power Rangers, what would be that go-to season for you? Like your favorite one? Um, we can start with Lisa, then Jer, then Spy, then Seamus. I mean, like, okay. Why don't... Here, here you guys... What you think the season is? Take a wild guess. Turbo? Oh, it's Ninja Storm, right? It's got to be Ninja Storm. I hate you. Lost Galaxy? Oh. <laughs> There's no season named that. So. Exactly. I don't know what that is. Uh, I don't know what that is. Everybody knows that Zeo is my season, okay? It is always the reason for that season, and I'm going to watch Zeo till the day i die okay yeah how did your answer not start with hello <laughs> hello <laughs> so so lisa what you're saying is zeo is a season to remember eh? oh. <laughs> yeah that's what i was going with that but thank you for spelling it out hey. <laughs> but yes zeo duh like absolutely okay what about the rest of you guys okay um so I always vacillate between RPM and Dino Thunder because I feel like RPM is technically the best season, but Dino Thunder would be my go-to because it's the one that really feels like a full-on Power Rangers season. You know, RPM is kind of against the grain in some ways, um, but, but Dino Thunder, it's great characters, great story. I can pick up any episode at any time and enjoy it. There's still an overall storyline, but each episode, for the most part, 
is self-contained. So I can just pick up any episode of Dino Thunder and be like, just, just jump into it, be like, I'm having fun. I love these characters and their banter together. It's absolutely perfect from a technical aspect. So definitely Dino Thunder. Oh, good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to feel a little generic because I would probably actually just go for Power Rangers in space. I'd probably just mm. stick an episode on that and have some adventures, cruising through space, finding weird monsters. Maybe some old characters will show up and we like them. Maybe. Maybe. Once or twice. <laughs> so I'm going to say Turbo. Ooh. Because... Uh, look, everybody digs on the first half of Turbo. There are some great episodes there. Yes, there is. Uh, mm-hmm. The Glyphhanger, great, amazing. Um, I Wait, really love the second Is that the one with like the with the Egyptian yada yep. yadas and the what what's? Yeah. Oh yeah, I, that's the one that I was like, I only had seen that like once in my life. Yeah, that was later yeah. in life. Yeah. Yeah, last time we recorded when I, I talked about that, I said that I literally did not remember that episode ever existing when I went through the big DVD set. Fact. And I love it. It was so funny in revisiting Turbo, especially when the DVDs came out, because I, I had a friend in college and we would like watch some some of each other's stuff. And I was like, all right, I'm just, just I'm, like, I'm like, you never seen Power Rangers? She's like, no, nah. I'm like, we're going to start with second half Turbo. She's like, what? <laughs> so we did. And she's like, this is this is good. This is and then I saw her in another conversation without me there being like, yeah, you know, the second half of Turbo is the best one. You know? <gasps> so I was like, yes. <laughs> So, corrupted a soul. It's for real. <laughs> for real. Some would say there's nowhere to go but up. So, you know, you can take it that way if you want. Oh, gosh. This is true. This is very true. Now, of course, I'm pretty sure, you know, if we go back, way back, way back in the archives, right? Oh, Lord. We all have some dealings with Ranger Board, right? <laughs> a couple. Uh, a few. No. Never, never been. Oh, never been? Oh. Nope. Nope, never been. <laughs> I've heard it. It's run by some crazy guy that doesn't let you say bad things about Britney Spears. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that was bad for my Christina Aguilera propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Now, you know, now I, I, if I'm remembering correctly, Lisa, quote, correct me if I'm wrong, but you started No Pink Spandex while being on Ranger Board, is that correct? The name, yes, yes. That's where okay. it generated, yes. yes. That's where it generated, okay. So, a fan from Instagram, uh, Mr. Parmy, asked, what is your inspiration for starting Noping Spandex? Oh, uh, and, you know, we touched upon this earlier in the episode but i can i can uh expound if you will so it was a bunch of us it was myself jeremy katie and jay we were on ranger cast with tyler uh so that was like the first ever power rangers podcast ever in life and then we noticed that okay we would have the show and then we stopped recording, but then like we kept talking in the after show about the show and about everything else. And like, we would just be cackling and laughing or whatever. And I'm just like, yo, like this is, this is the show, right? This here is the show. Like the after show is the show. 
And I wanted to kind of start my own thing. And I was just like, what name? Aha, I'll use that name I got from the Ranger board that I came up with. No pink spandex. And asked Katie first to join me. Because, I yeah, I did like a couple episodes by myself. I was like, I'm not doing this. Ask Katie to join me. And then Katie had, uh, and then Katie, you know, brought Jer along. And then, uh, and then Jay came along. Like all that came together and a bunch of our friends would rotate as being co-hosts so that's where it all started way back in the way back of 2005 wow 2005 jeez i don't even want to say where i was no you don't need to you don't need to it's fine diapers don't even want to say where i was eighth grade was a great time for me (laughs) oh my god oh my god Well, at least I was in high school, but Jesus. shut up, shut wow. the face. <laughs> he's, he's next <laughs> question. <laughs> now, actually, the next question is actually for you, Lisa. Okay. Um, so, of course, you were you were already starting No Pink Spandex, and you were doing your thing. But did you also have another podcast that you were doing at the time? Did I? Don't ask me. The secrets are you hiding, Lisa? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh no, you were on Ranger Cast. Yeah, that's what. Right? Yeah, it was Ranger yeah. Cast, and then like, cause like, yeah, we did Ranger Cast, and then at some point I left oh, okay. Ranger Cast to do No Pink Spandex. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, I was gonna gotcha, say gotcha. I can't. Rem- I can't remember. Did we stay on Ranger Cast for a while? Before... For a minute, yes, yes, okay. for a minute, and then I left. Yeah, I was like, eh. so this is where I reveal that I was a huge fan of Ranger Cast and No Pink Spandex before I got on No Pink Spandex. And I remember, Lisa, that you were on at least one episode in like the 70s of Ranger Cast. So I do remember this because I loved, I listened to that show way more than I probably should have. And, <laughs> and I listened to No Pink Spandex a lot. So it is still pretty surreal for me to be like, yeah, I was listening to these guys when I was in college. And I was like, <laughs> man, Jer has a lot of things to say about Gia and Megaforce. None that I necessarily <laughs> agree with. <laughs> what? <laughs> But it's now, so funny to be into the show and then be like, wait, no, now I'm on it. Ah. It is kind of surreal. It's like, what? Because I, I, the same thing for me. Like, same thing. I would be, I was in college and I was like, wait a minute. Like, I used to actually love listening to this and even wanted to be on it at, at one point. And I'm like, now I'm here. Look at how time flies. Look at that. Dreams are coming true. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do here. <laughs> Take that, Disney. <laughs> Oh, now, of course, actually, Jer, I wanted to pick on you a little bit because oh, <laughs> your mm-hmm. first episode, one of the first ones that you were on, episode eight, literally you came in like a wrecking ball. Like, yes. <laughs> you're just like, I'm you're it just up. throwing so much shade at Tommy. Like, you know, so I just want to know. Why did you go into the single digits? Why are we here? <laughs> episode man people still like on twitter every once in a while like you said they, remember when you said this about when jungle fury was on I'm like no i don't remember what i said i don't remember what i said i don't remember i, I told you i was gonna go back into the archives cool stuff i told y'all i was gonna do it oh, oh i could never run for office okay so, so repeat your repeat your question again because i i cut you off repeat your question my question was for jer um what what is with you with uh, with so much animosity for Tommy? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's easy. Okay, so 
for for me as a uh, as a kid watching Power Rangers, you know, I was the type of kid who, you know, always got picked on. I was the smart kid. I was the fat kid. I was the kid who was by himself a lot. So when it came to Power Rangers, I always gravitated towards the characters who weren't in the spotlight. So Billy and mm-hmm. Trini, you know, like those were the two characters who I identified with the most. And the characters I didn't like were the people who were always like, oh, look at this. This is the greatest character ever. This is the one you have to love. This is the Red Ranger. This is the Green Ranger who just shows up and he's got a Zord that's as big as all of theirs combined and he can just take them all out by himself. And I always thought like, well, that's that's boring. Like I don't, just like how when it came to comic books, I never liked Superman. Because I'm like, he's boring. He's the guy who has all the powers, who everybody treats as the greatest thing ever. I want the characters who are kind of the loners, who are on the outside. That's who I identified with. So I never really was a big fan of the Red Rangers or the Sixth Rangers, you know, in those early years. Because they just didn't really seem like they were that interesting, comparatively speaking. Got you. Yeah, because you just came in and was just like, yeah, t- Tommy and Jason are butt buddies. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he said I it. Mean... He did. He did. I listened I to mean... that today. I was just like, <laughs> history has said that I am correct. <laughs> it's just like, he, like out the gate, like literally the first five seconds, I'm just like, say what now? what did you say and 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 katie was just like he said love buddies i'm like no he didn't he tried to defend me oh that's adorable he did not (laughs) oh boy who at the time i was trying to clean that up thank you so much I mean, let's let's be honest. We all we have all said things in our in our youth that we've learned over the years are are less than uh, correct. Yeah. To say. <laughs> yeah. And and the, the point is to modify your behavior and and learn with the times. Yes, and grow. That's beautiful. Yes. 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 Which I mean, speaking of growth, I do have I do have to say, Lisa, the first theme song that you had, I I thought it was about. But I can see why you changed it. I can see why. Thank you. <laughs> I thought it was a bop. Thank you. Uh, I, I did. I, I did. Before the recording, I went back to listen to some old stuff. I went into the single digits and I was scared for my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Wow. I remember because I I created both theme songs. I had my little Casio keyboard. It's not here with me anymore. Uh, I had to put that out to pasture. But I remember I created it both on my keyboards and and I'm just like, I why do I sound like I'm trying to be a rapper? This is not this is not the move. It's not the move. Um glad I changed it. Uh yeah, yeah. So I probably would have changed the theme song again if I still have my keyboard here, but I don't, so I'm not <laughs> it is what it is. I mean this one is fine. So I mean, you know we'll have to put out a call for submissions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, look, if Ron Wasserman wants to, like, you know, give oh, me a new theme we, song. Can we? Then oh, my gosh. That would be great. We got to get those awesome. We gotta get those MPS theme songs on a vinyl for Seamus. <laughs> Spin that. Put both on, like, each side of a 45. It'd be great. Yes. <laughs> now, your first ever interview was with Johnny on Bosch and iShine. Um, this is the first interview that, from my understanding, that you've done with No Pink Spandex. How was that experience? And 
um, were you anxious or intimidated at all? And how did you overcome it? So if I recall, if, you were. if I recall correctly, now correct me if I'm wrong, was the, did the iShine interview, was that published after uh, all the rest of the other Yumakin, Yumakin, Yumakin? Yumakin. Yumakin. Yumakin interviews that we I had with um, Chris Violette and Bruce Kalish and Greg Aronowitz. I would have to see. Let me give me one second. Because if I recall, and please, I, I'll tell the story and, I, and then you could correct me. Uh, I remember that because you Yumacon was going to be my first convention ever back in 2005 up in okay. what, Troy, Michigan, I think. Was yes. it Troy, Michigan? Yep. And so I was just like, okay, great. I, and I think I was, I was in contact with Johnny. Gosh, I don't even know. Was because I know we had MySpace at the time, but was it MySpace? I don't know. Somehow I got in contact with him to interview iShine for my college radio station. And the so I was going to go, and I, at the time I had been on the radio maybe once, like actual, like for real, real, and then the radio station got shut down. So, <laughs> but I was oh. just, I was trying to go and get like these interviews, and I was just like, oh, this would be a good tie-in because hello, I get to interview a ranger, but and he has a band, and then I could do it for my radio show, and cool, 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 cool. So, <laughs> I remember setting that up and interviewing his band or whatever. And it was like, Oh, okay, this is cool. Like I actually really enjoy doing this, you know, cause I actually joined the, the music as well. And, uh, and then at that same convention was where the cast of SPD were. So hence why I was able to interview uh, a few of them. And one of them mm. uh, at first without his permission, whoops, Whoopsie doodles, but uh, but we got it cleared up. Um, there's a longer story to that, which I don't know if you want to hear right now, but <laughs> I guess we're here. Um, so yeah, I accidentally uh recorded an interview with Bruce Kalish, the executive producer of Power Rangers SPD, without his permission because I was excited and I was dumb <laughs> and i was just like oh shoot and so i realized that and then and then ray who you heard earlier uh who's a original founder of ranger board he had a party and, and invited all of the sbd uh crew to come and i was outside on the balcony trying to get some fresh air and out comes bruce kalish y'all i'm just like oh this is where i die this is where i die <laughs> i okay lord um I've lived my life. Thanks. Uh, this is where I die. But like, he was just like, you know, in the future, you know, and I was just like, no, I totally understand. Uh, I'm so sorry. I so sorry. My bad. And, but he was fine with it and I was able to use it and it was cool. So all of that happened at that convention. So those were my first interviews, ah, okay. but I interviewed, I, in, I technically booked Johnny first I, bu I interviewed okay. them first, and then I believe it was the other interviews that were published first, so. Got you. Okay. Okay. Got it. So when you, so basically when you did all of that with the interviews and everything, was that kind of like the, the segue into, I should start, you know, interviewing more Rangers or how, how did that come about? Or was it just something that just happened on a fluke? Well, I had 
gone to school for a majoring in media and I had a focus on uh, video editing. I'll say that because honestly, listen, the college that I went to, girl, like you're like, this is your focus. Yep. I took extra two classes. Yep. This is my focus. So that was my focus <laughs> I, in editing. And and I had realized that a lot of people I had it even spy spy was going to cons before us bruh so Mm -hmm. you know and so like he was going to these conventions tell us about it i'm just like all right well it'd be great if somebody goes to a convention is able to film these panels film these conventions interview these people and then like post that provide that and i'm like yeah Hmm. let me actually use what i did in school (laughs) and and apply it to the fandom and um oh my gosh and i forgot the guy's name but I remember because YouTube was so young. It was like barely a thing. And he was just like, yeah, so like, you know, I see that you posted these videos of the panels and stuff. Like, do you mind if I just upload it to my YouTube channel? And then like, I, you know, I could link it to you. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm like not knowing that YouTube was going to be a thing. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. But like, yeah, like if you, maybe somewhere around there, like there are these old videos from back in 20, like 2005 of like SBD meet and greets and stuff. So it's somewhere around there. I think I have it on my YouTube. I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't remember, but hey, moving on. <laughs> yeah, that, con- that convention was literally two months after you started the podcast. Yes. Yes, it oh, was. Wow. Yes, it was. Yes. Cause mm-hmm. it, it, it was in, um, cause yeah, we started, I started this in September. You, I keep calling it, you making, it's not that, um, you yeah, you... was in November. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the first time so many of us met. Yeah. Yumacon. Crazy. Cause that's where I first met so you, you, right? Jer? Yeah. I picked you up at the airport. It was yeah. the first time we met. Yeah. And then Spy, oh, wow. we didn't, I didn't meet you yet, right? No, I didn't no. get to go on that one. That was the one stop on the SPD, like, national tour that I couldn't get make it to. Yeah, because I think, because Ray was there, Tristan was there. Um, a lot of other people, a lot of range of board people also. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. Yeah, those are the ones people wouldn't actually know, but right. yeah. Oh, wow. So, Spy, were you already, like, did you already know each other at that point, or... From the ranger board, yeah, but I wasn't a regular on here yet, yeah. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, speaking of interviews, was there ever, what was like your most favorite interview that you've ever done as far as like um, with a ranger or with an executive or whomever who came to the show? Um, What was your most favorite interview and what made it so special? I'll start off by saying, that there are many interviews that I have currently done that nobody has seen. I'll preface oh. that right now. Oh, there the best are, is yet to come. There are many okay. interviews that are in the vault that have not come out the vault. I'll say that right now. So there are some interviews that I truly love and I can't say cause they're not out the vault yet. However, however, right. Uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. There's an obvious one, and I'll, I mean, any one of y'all could talk about that. There's an obvious one, and then there are less obvious ones. But I will let the men have the floor to say what y'all favorite was. 
guys go first. <laughs> I'll start. I actually like having been in the room with David Yost and his interview. Yes, you were there. Yes. Yeah, I was. I was taking pictures. Yes. <laughs> I just he was just so matter of fact at the time, so I didn't even realize how special it was going to be, but that he trusted us to deliver like his revelations to the world. I just think that was really cool of him. Bro, wow. it was you. Uh, I think um, Wes. It was uh, yeah, Stan, Stan, uh, Stan Rain. Uh, oh yeah, yes. Stan. Stan Rain's real name. <laughs> um yeah like because yeah stan was helping me with audio and and spy Mm -hmm. was taking uh photos and i at it was at anime festival orlando i think that happened and um yeah so i didn't know i was going to have that revelation happen Mm -hmm. and i mean for those who may not know that was the interview where David decided to come out in public. Now, of course, like his friends and family already been knew. However, we ain't know. <laughs> Nobody know. <laughs> and and literally having that interview had filmed it, okay? Then uh had dinner with Phil and his wife at uh at, Avril. <laughs> Avril. See, I always want to say Avril, like Avril Lavigne, yeah, but it's not. Um, Avril and, and his brother Tony. And so it's me, Spy, and Stan. And I'm telling them everything that has happened. It hasn't been published yet. It hasn't whatever. And like their mouths have dropped. I'm just like, yes, this is a thing. And I have to go edit it now. And I didn't get to edit it until Paramorphicon that same year. <laughs> Because, so, like, didn't you say you dropped it and then got on the plane? Pretty much was editing it literally the morning of that I had to, like, get in the taxi and get on a plane. I literally uploaded it, published it, got into a taxi, was on a plane, and then that's when, like, all the mentions. Because I got, I got, I bought internet on the plane or something, and then I was just, I checked online, I'm just like, oh, okay, wonder what's, oh, 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 yeah, so... <laughs> It was a thing. <laughs> TMZ was trying to get into PMC, and it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing, and that was 2010. Mm-hmm. That was 2010. Mm. <laughs> so, but yeah, Jer, wow. uh, what about you? Um, so it's really it's really hard for me to pinpoint one interview because for me, the best interviews are just the one where. The guest is just really open, really down to earth. And we've had a plenty of those. Like even the most recent one, Christina Ho was fantastic. Yes. One of my one of my favorite interviews mm-hmm. already. Um personally, I really loved uh the Qua Johnson because I got to tell him how much I love the Qua Johnson and how much <laughs> he is underappreciated. <laughs> and I will bang that drum till my dying day. Um, as far as like really old ones that are good, we were kind of uh, discussing this off air last week, but Latham Gaines was one of my absolute favorites because it was just a real privilege to hear him talk about the role, um, of Mesagog and like how much he put into it and how much he really thought about it. And he really just wanted to make it this amazing role. And it feels like nowadays in Power Rangers, you know, we just don't have as much of those, like deep nuance performances that we really need. And he just had such an amazing 
love for the craft and for the role itself that it was really insightful. And it was just one of those really early interviews that made me just know that we, you know, we were onto something special because I don't think we, there were that many interviews of that type out there. So not at that time, no. Yeah. So it was, it was just, it was really gratifying to be a part of that. Nice. I would say and... in terms of interviews that I was a part of, I was not, I wasn't there for all the, all the real big ones. <laughs> Cause, and, I, and that's not saying like they're all in the past. Like I think the Melissa Flores one was great. I think the Christina Ho one, which I'm literally in the middle of listening to right now is freaking amazing. Um, I really liked the Trey Moore interview a lot because I'm always someone who's like, because obviously there are like really big names to get in terms of interviews, but Trey Moore is like, you know, he's written some comics that we obviously really, really love. So getting to hear his thought process, getting to hear how he put all that together was great. And he's been, and, you know, he's been great to talk to. Um, I don't know if this was ever released, but your chat with Cinna Grace at WonderCon was awesome, Lisa. Gotta I think give I it up did for release that. That was just an audio only, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I released that. Yes, yes. That one was great because honestly, anytime I'm like, oh, another queer person. Yes, I know. Yes. In the wild. Thank yes. goodness. <laughs> and especially like when they're open about talking about it too. I'm like, yeah. And with that one, oh my gosh, like, you know, because like we're waiting for a minute to, uh, I don't know if it was whether to interview him or to find a space or whatever. And like just talking to him before the interview. Oh, yes. And I'm just like, yes, another queer person. Because like, it was just like a regular, like having a regular conversation with a human being <laughs> it was just nice <laughs> and it's like wait we have the same interest this is amazing so it's it's great, it's great. I, I personally am like... not queer I, I may, that might have come off yeah. like i am i am personally not but uh, uh i love seeing more people who are queer and want to talk about it like they're normal <laughs> so, like... I, I remember him like talking to us and being like so what should i tweet to like prove i'm a power rangers fan should I tell the story about how I watch all of Zhu Ranger like one hot summer, like eating ice cream? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's dedication. You know what I'm saying? And and then he and then not only, I mean, if people are not familiar with him, like he is not only a writer, but he's an illustrator. Like he actually he does both. And I'm just like, that's pretty dope. Because like sometimes it's like, okay, yeah, they're illustrator, but their strength is really in art you know what i mean like their strength is not in writing but uh you know cena is one of those like rare people who are really good at both so and i always appreciate an interview where you ask him about something you're like eh, i didn't really like that thing i did like where he talked about the uh adam and aisha story he wrote he's like oh you know it was fine but like i could have gone farther and and that and i always appreciate that because sometimes people in interviews they're like everything i've done is flawless it was it was just a great time <laughs> You know, it was great working together. And like, I get why that that's that's the system. But him just being like, hey, you know, like that was all right. But like, I'm really excited to like I have another chance to like push it even further. Right. And he did a great job. So, you know, oh, yeah, shout did. out. Shout out to Cena. I'm just saying Bring him shout back. out. You know what I'm saying? I will. I would hey. like to. And then like like everything happened in terms of news, like everything back to back to back to back. I'm just like there was a bunch of interviews that like people are supposed to come back on. I'm like. Oh my gosh! Can you just give, give me a moment so that I can have these people back on the show? Oh <laughs> uh, gosh! I mean, okay. So besides the obvi, right? Um, because I don't know when last I was ever in CNN and Yahoo and Perez Hilton and and all at the same time. My little my little site. Um, I think 
the the favorite ones that I've done recently have been ones where I'm able to talk about being black, okay? Being very black, because that's what I am. And hearing the perspectives from other ranger folks about their how they feel and like just just either even just saying like yeah no i'm not doing that great in this pandemic it's not great because like normally you come on and it's like all right and we talk about you and we talk about you some more and we promote your thing and then we say pleasantries goodbye but recently it's been like you know what this is how i feel it's not great and i'm black and this is how i feel Here's my story. And those are the ones recently have been my favorite so far. And I hope more people listen to them. Nice. Nice. Now, on the flip side of it, has there ever been an interview that you were just like, eh, like you were a little uncomfortable or you didn't quite like how things were going or anything like that? Were there any interviews like that? And you don't have to say names if you don't want to or anything like yeah, that. Please but don't say names. Just like, just don't say names. <laughs> no. <laughs> please don't. But um, was, there any, any, was there any interviews like that that you've had before? Hmm. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's not even like a bad thing. It's not even like, like oh my gosh, this is terrible. However, it was one of the, the interviews that hasn't come out yet, but I did uh, one of my video uh, on-camera interviews and I want to say it was at Paramorphicon, the recent one, um, in 2018. And so I was setting it up, you know, like, and listen, like the magic, when y'all finally see these, the magic that goes into these, these on-camera, uh, what you call it, these on-camera uh, videos is legit crazy because a lot of people what they do is that they interview the guests on the floor and it's fine it's great you get the energy from the crowd you get you know there's certain elements that you'll get from them i'm just like well i want to do something different because you know me i like to do stuff different so i ain't do that and so the way in which I set it up, uh, you know, we, I either find a space, whether it's going to be my hotel room, other people's hotel rooms, other spaces, whatever I need in order to like conduct these interviews. And I come with gear. Like I literally come with like, stu- and that's what, who said it? It's um, Seamus. Like, <laughs> like you had yep. like, at some point, that stuff. <laughs> somebody has carried some of my crammer stuff. Like it's been a thing. And setting it up, making sure things are looking nice or whatever. So one of the guests, right, they were just like, yeah, so can you, like, come to my room instead and film the thing? Because, you know, it would be great. And and this is, wasn't – they, they weren't directing it towards me. Like, they were talking through their agent who was talking to me. And I'm just like – um, that can't happen. Because normally you try to, like, accommodate, right? But I'm just like, that can't right. happen okay, they need to come here. <laughs> That's, I cannot do. And then so they, they were like, the agent was really trying to be like, yo, so can you like for real though? Like maybe, you know? And I'm like, I love you. That can't happen. <laughs> Literally, I will, I will escort them myself to where it's happening. And so at the end of it, 
they ended up meeting me where I was. And then they said, oh, I see why you can't, um, you couldn't, you couldn't pick all this up. And I'm like, yeah, this is, (laughs) this is a production. I can't pick up the production and carry it to you. So, yeah. Uh, But like, we laughed. So it's cool. Like, it's, it was fine. But I I find that I was just like, because normally I would have said, okay i'll you know old me old 20 year old me would have been like okay well i, I, mm, 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 mm. I ain't 20 bruh like uh nah like you just you just gotta roll with it gotta roll with it just like nah this, this can't happen this can't happen not this time <laughs> oh, anyone gosh. else with any experiences or anything um no, no, because I mean, I don't think there's ever really been any bad interviews because I think, for the most part, you know, Lisa sets up the ground the ground rules ahead of time so easily that nobody is coming on with any sort of mm-hmm. misconceptions. So, like, as long as you're you're here and you're open to talk about everything and you're not like, oh, I have to promote this thing specifically, blah blah blah, or you know, you're you're too worried about that sort of stuff, then it's fine. Like, I, I there aren't really too many bad interviews. There's definitely some where they're more open than others, right? But that's mm. not necessarily a bad thing. Like, if you know, right. some people are just more willing to share than others. Yeah, I would agree with that. Now, of course, when you know, back when outside was a place that you can go out and, <laughs> and not die. <laughs> uh, <laughs> It's no secret that, you know, you would all meet at cons and you would all record things and have interviews and all go places and, you know, you have your MPS trip, you know, where you visit different places and all of that. What was your most favorite con? Like, what was your most favorite mm-hmm. con experience? Oh, convention experience. Mm-hmm. Convention experience. Uh, my favorite experience with Khan. Oh, I don't know about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Um, I'm trying because I I have to like put the different PMCs in my mind. I have to remember what happened at which one, right? Because I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, one was amazing, two was a train wreck. I skipped three. <laughs> um, four was when we were across the street. Five. How many have we gone to? How many are there? How many PMCs are there? Seven. Seven. There, happen- seven? there have been seven, right? Wait, two, 2007, 2010, 2012, yep. 2014, 2016, 2018. So seven. Not, inclu- not including oh. the express one. Wait. Seven, 10, 12. 14, I mean, six. 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 Not including okay, the express And then seven, including the express one. It's I I I think for me it would be um, PMC five might be my favorite convention ever because I feel like nothing really went wrong. Like we that was when we when we first did our our big tour, you know. So it was the first time we went to Vasquez Rocks, which was amazing. That was when we went to House mm-hmm. of the Book. Um, so we had such an amazing time before the convention even started. And then at the actual convention, I think that we might've gotten like the most interviews ever. Like we were so good at just running them in and out um, from, from uh, the oh, that convention. Was when Victor floor. helped us out, right? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say from the convention floor to Victor's room on the first floor in the hotel, we were just going back and forth, back and forth. We got so many interviews done. Like I don't think anything really went wrong that time. Like so, so it just felt like oh, effortless. Things went wrong. 
I just no, hit I it very we well. Do. It's power <laughs> morphic. Comparative, comparatively speaking, I think we got the most done. We saw the most stuff. We interacted with the most people, and there were the fewest hitches overall. That I just like. I have so many just good memories from that. Cause I'm the type of person who like, you know, like I, I worry a lot about every little thing, especially when I'm going on vacation and I'm, you know, spending a lot of time around a lot of people because I'm very introverted. So when everything just flew pretty well, I mean, yes, there were definitely some, some hiccups you can talk about that don't get mentioned here. Now that I think of one in my head. Um, but yeah, like it was just so much fun. Um, other than that, like there, there's other great times because we talked about ASIN so much. Like that was when I saw so many people for the first time. Yumacon was so cool because it was so intimate. So was uh, the first PMC. So like all four of those were, were great times. Um, but if I had to pick one, I would go with the PMC five. But yeah, mm-hmm. the, as long as you, you're, you're with your friends. That was in 2016. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're with your friends. You're having fun. You're not making it all about the convention goer experience, quote unquote. Right. You know, like as long as you're not like, oh, I'm, I'm, I just need to get all my autographs and meet all the people and blah, blah, blah. As long as that's not, not like your main focus, you can have a lot of fun if you just go with the flow and care more about the people and the experience than the trinkets. Thanks. Absolutely. Anyone? Do we have to limit it to just conventions? Because <laughs> I would no, say no. Uh, there was a time where Amy Joe was in hiding. And yes. the first time she decided that she was going to do her thing, me and Lisa were like, oh, this is happening. <laughs> 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 and so me and her and uh, Will from the earlier segment and his girlfriend, we all went to um, Cape Cod to this tiny little wine bar and just saw her sing and it wasn't like this big to do or anything but just having friends there having just a ranger to see perform or do whatever they were there to do and just hang out with them that was a good time yeah you all dressed up for it yeah we did right that happened cargo shorts that happened and literally got on a plane on a plane to fly out to pmc (laughs) <laughs> did you yes yes i literally like it was that i mean it, i think it happened on a wednesday or a thursday something or whatever and then getting on a plane to go to pmc and i remember oh my gosh there's a friend of mine um i uh, oh my gosh her name is candace 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 uh, i think she picked me up from the airport and then she was just like okay i want to hear everything about image <laughs> <laughs> it was great <laughs> i guess i was just because you know, PMC was happening and we got to meet Amy Joe and not right. a lot of people did. It was great. It was great. It was great. And then I remember her saying, Af- I don't know if it was after the show or maybe another time I met her or something. And she was just like, I remember, I just remember you and your friend, like, and I just remember your smiles throughout the whole time I was really? having. Yes, your smiles were, wa- it was just so nice to see smiles at the back of the room, because yo, I was cheesing <laughs> yep. the entire oh, time. <laughs> yes, love it. <laughs> yeah. No. So mine, mine is the. Even though I didn't go to the actual event, just everything surrounding the 2017 movie premiere. Child. Ooh, yes. that was something else. Oh, well, we got to go to Lionsgate. That was something else. The people there yes. probably be like, "What is Lionsgate happening? Games? Is yeah, 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 yeah." Lionsgate Games. Uh, I 
I sold off that copy of John Wick they gave us. I'm sorry, Lionsgate. <laughs> sorry. Oh, mine's, mine's still in the cellophane on a shelf. It's all good. Uh, that was really great just seeing you guys. It was just like such like a whirlwind thing going on. But it was just like there was and I had already seen the movie, so I didn't feel like I was missing out on too much. Um, and I remember Lisa being like, yeah, we're going to record about it right after we see the premiere. Then y'all got back and it was like, now we're going to in and out then we're sleeping. <laughs> mm-hmm. pretty much pretty much that was crazy because like lexington was like the week before right it was something like that like yeah like we went to lexington and then lisa's like you ready want to go we're going to the movie premiere so like a week later it was like all right we're going to california and then we were there for what like day and a half yeah like, like it was boy and i and i was i was pretty new at my job it was it was new enough. I was new enough, right? Like I was just like, but the luckily the how my my boss understands the industry, and then she was just like, yeah, no, you can go. It's cool. It's cool. I get it. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes. I was that mm-hmm. gift that everybody like posts on Twitter. Yes, I was that guy. So, oh my gosh, the <laughs> movie premiere itself, and. One of the one of the few times where all the originals were in the same building. Now, I don't know if they all talked to each other, but they were all in the same building at the same time. And then having all the execs there and the cast. I mean, it was surreal. It was surreal because I've never been invited to any premiere ever in my life. And and I don't know. I forgot the story in which I found out it was happening that we were going to get in. What that. Uh, people from the power force were going to get invited. I forgot the exact story, but I, I guess I happened to have emailed um, our Lionsgate con- uh, contact about something else. And I'm just like, I don't know the off chance that maybe sort of kind of, maybe it's a thing that maybe this might premiere. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe is there a chance that maybe we can, I don't know. Like there were so many like <laughs> conditionals and he was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good you guys are going to get invited to the premiere. We're setting up the emails now. Just hold on. And I, yo boy, I was screaming. I told the MPS, I'm like, you guys, the premiere, it's a thing. We're going to get invited. And, and boy, I worked trying to get as many tickets as possible. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, Thank the Lord Jesus that two other members from the Power Force were not going and they let us go. And oh, I was I was so I was like, like, let me tell you all something. And maybe I'll just get on my soapbox for a moment. When when fans want to come together and do stuff and help each other out. Yo, it is a beautiful and wonderful thing. And there have been so many people who over these 15 years, whether you friends whether family whether i'd known them for a nanosecond whether i've known them from a whole life whether they are from a ranger to a to a writer to a producer to like a fan who just hands me a 20 dollars saying here i want to donate to your stuff but i can't use paypal so here's money i like <laughs> you here to like people who were my friends people to i don't talk to anymore people who were racist and now they're not people who are racist and and stayed racist whatever they're at some point in each 
time and this 15 years, there have been people who have helped this podcast, who have helped me and who have been supportive of me at some point in their life. And I just really want to say thank you so much because even to the, please, to the strangers who don't like me, to the ones who block me, to the ones who love me, to everybody, thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox now, and I'm not going to cry. However, thank you. Thank you. Well, a special from Lisa J. <laughs> <laughs> now, Oh, did you uh, want to share your experience, Lisa? Or was the um, all of them. Power Ranger premiere? All of them, just all of them. I mean, it's all so many. Them, I don't them. know. Like, it's just so many. And um, I think, I mean, it's not any one particular moment, but I have worked in the convention circuit at some point, whether it be interviewing people whether it be gathering people corralling people working behind a table working you know moderating shoot singing background to Amy Joe Johnson because that happened uh so, like I, I mean it's just so many memories that are now like flooding in that it's just hard to pick one like I, I feel like just, I mean, literally, I have interviewed all of the original casts who are remaining with us. That's, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it, right? Like, I'm done. Like, I mean, I could just, we can hang up the show's done. We could, we could just go now, <laughs> right? So I never thought that that would ever happen in my life, you know, and and then not only interview them, but at some point work with each and every one of them. How? Like literally, like for the even when we had um the No Pink Spandex Live, like my first two guests were David Yost and Jason David Frank. Like you know, then I, you know I was able to work with Amy Jo Johnson on her um on her Indiegogo campaign, right? I was able to work with her. Like I have helped out Walter Jones with plenty with plenty of things plenty of things and you know and likewise with Austin St. John like it there's I who I mean it, you know like after Zio my favorite season of all time like I you know like the OGs were the OGs you know what I'm saying like those are my you know everybody remembered the OGs and so like that to me I'm just like bucket list I'm good I'm straight like I you know if I don't do anything else I'm good I, I think I have done so much that I'm appreciative and I just never thought that I would be able to do. Oh, wow. Wow. That's so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> now you did mention one thing that I was actually going to ask next, okay. which is NPS Live. Okay. okay. Now that I remember, I remember being at home and sitting sitting at home, like, you know, on my computer, and all of a sudden, I see NPS Live is a thing, and I'm like, I want to go. I want to go. And I couldn't, so oh. I was all upset. But <laughs> I was so heartbroken. I was like, no. <laughs> but and it was a good deal, too. That... I'm just saying, it was a good deal. Nowadays, it you ain't going to get that deal, good. child. 
It was good. Like, I mean, I tried everything, everything I could. And I was like, I, I, I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. And I, I just couldn't. But how did that come about? Like, how, how did that come about? And, you know, what was everything that went into it? What was the process? How did, how was that? I, I'll give the Reader's Digest version because, like, this will be a two-hour show. However, well, yeah. it, <laughs> I, it it came from... It, it really did come from like, you know, working these conventions and helping out different rangers and stuff. I'm just like, okay, well, let me try putting on something for myself. And I wanted to try a different approach where like at the time you would buy a ticket, you would then go inside to, you buy the ticket to go inside and then you buy some more stuff, whether it's autographs, photos, whatever. And so I was like, okay, well, let me try a different approach, right? Let's say up front you pay one ticket and then you know that you're going to get an autograph, a photo op, a this, a that, or whatever. Now, did that uh, business model work? Not so much. <laughs> Not so much. <laughs> Even though it's a great deal, people just like 100 up front? Ah, that's too much money. Um, I'd rather pay one fee up front and then pay more when I get in the door. <laughs> I just... It's just, I, I don't know. It's just it's just the thing that people were not doing. Uh, so while I'm, I'm glad I did it, uh, and I'm glad that, like, friends of mine helped me throughout the way in order to, like, make it happen because David Yost was not going to be the first guest of No Pink Spandits Live. <laughs> we had a guest drop out at the last moment, and I had to find oh, a replacement. No. So... I won't name who dropped out. I won't do it. Or if I have, like, go listen to the episode. You do that. Um, <laughs> but um, but David Yost was, a, you know, was ready, willing, and able. He was, he was very accommodating, and I was so thankful for him for, like, actually doing that. And, uh, and so that happened. And then the next year, uh, I think I was still working with, or I had just started working with, jdf and i was able to get him and uh and yeah like you know even and both of them at the time they were just like wow this is actually put together really well like this actually ran really well i'm like thank you <laughs> i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad i'm not doing this again right now <laughs> like it's it's a lot it's a lot of work it's a lot of work and so and so while at some point and then like i did i did have like another like MPS Live to celebrate was it was it like the tenth anniversary or something? I forgot. I, I kinda like mixed it with my like a birthday party slash like anniversary party or whatever. Um where like we didn't have any guests or whatever. It was just like fans. I'm just like, yo, just roll through, you know, I'm throwing a party and so that was like the third like official MPS Live but without guests and but like I had a blast. Okay. We played nineties music. Uh I filled up the hey. whole place with all my memorabilia and toys and things or whatever. So it was just like Power Rangers everywhere and like my friends who aren't part of the fandom <laughs> came through because they came through for my party and then like my other friends, they all it was cool. It was it was a really great time. So I like to do, I would like to, in the future, I would like to do more of that, right? And then if a guest happens to Mm. pop up, cool. But, like, the whole thing of, like, trying to, like, run, like, a mini convention, like, ugh, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Now, Seamus, this is for you. Yes. Now, of course, all of us remember the infamous prank where Tristan had you thinking that you had to square up 
<laughs> Are you still ready? <laughs> you know what? We can make it happen. All right. We'll sell. So this is what you do for the next MPS live. One of the featured events will be Tristan and I throwing down <laughs> 8 PM Saturday night of whatever that event is. So I'm ready. So if he, if he's ready to go, I'm ready to go. But I thought you bonded yeah. over flannel. Look, you, you just put that on for the public. You know, we want to, you know, we want to have good image for the public, but you know, now that I'm not, you know, like, like on the official NPS list, you know, now we don't have to put on nice cities for the public. one can wear the flannel. Meet so. me at the mall. It's going down. I'm down. like, okay. Hey. The flannel on a pool match. Just make sure that when you do throw down, make sure there's a red flannel and there's a like a black flannel with like green trim. Like somebody has to do it. Somebody yes. has to do it. Climb the ladder and retrieve the flannel. Great. <laughs> no, no, no. We'll we'll go up. Well, there'll be a box at the top of a hill. It'll be just like in Gung Ho. We'll have to go to the top. <laughs> It'll be one of those Tommy and Jason like they hate each other episodes, or we'll have like a giant fin. We'll have to throw it at each other. Oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Oh my God! Like duck. Like, all right, sure, okay. Amazing. <laughs> now, Spy, you are really? like the viral celebrity of the group. Oh, right. stupid. Okay. <laughs> Didn't know I was that big of a deal. <laughs> just going viral and everything. Just and some people. Yeah, just getting your followers. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> so. When, when you started your Instagram page, did you always have the idea of doing the pictures with the toys, or was that just something that you just randomly thought of? I mean, I've or seen accounts it? that do do it, so I was like, you know, that could be an aspect of it, but it wasn't going to be like, mm. this is my Power Rangers offshoot brand, and it's got to have this specific vision or whatever. It was just going to be my personal page, and I was just going to put whatever I want. And then coronavirus shut down the country, and I can't do anything, so <laughs> that's all I'm doing is staying home and... Taking photos of toys. <laughs> and who told you to start an Instagram page? Who told you? I was going to say, we yelled at you for a long time yeah, to get on social media. <laughs> I was just like, well, wow. maybe, Jer I mean, I mean, maybe Jonathan. Okay, I had to call you by your full name. Well, maybe Jonathan. Uh -oh. Okay, maybe, like, since you take really great photos, maybe you should have an Instagram page because that is the place where you put the photos where people will see them. <laughs> I mean, that would make sense, but... And he was like, nah, 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 it's okay, it's cool. Nobody's gonna come to my page. No one is Nobody wants to see my photo. He was working okay. on his TikTok dances. And then he's, yeah. I'll pivot, go back to... Yeah, almost a thousand fallows later. Yeah, okay, okay, sure, okay. Get in there. So. Yes, come on, come on. Look, look at that, growth. Look at that. See, and, and you wouldn't have had it if they wouldn't have pushed you. That's See? right. See how that that's works? Right. <laughs> Threatened, <laughs> but yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Press that follow button. <laughs> and make sure you follow Jonathan Custis at <laughs> Jonathan Custis on Instagram. <laughs> now, Jer, you have your own Insta your own YouTube channel as well, and your own Instagram. Um, so the idea behind is it just toy focused or is it just or is it like more so um, rants and just things of that nature. Like what, <laughs> what is is the it, do you just rant? <laughs> like, what's your, what's why it? do you just, just rant all the time? I, I, I will say, 
it's mostly toys, but it's really just whatever tickles my fancy. You know, like I don't have any set like, oh, I got to talk about this or I got to review this or whatever, you know. Mm. Got you, got you, got you. Yeah, because I'm, I'm like, I remember you doing an actual video on, um, on like, kind of like the state of Power Rangers where mm-hmm. you were kind of giving like your whole assessment of of the brand and where you think it's going to go and things of that nature. But then it was just like, oh, yeah, care manager. And I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I live. This is this is great. I love it. Yeah. Like, so. <laughs> you're, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's just, I mean, like, because, you know, how much I love doing the podcast, there are sometimes where I'm like, I just want to talk about this other thing as well. And I know that we're mostly um, Power Rangers. So sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want to throw in some Sentai stuff in there. And I know if I try to talk about it in this podcast, I would bore everybody to tears with uh, with, the, <laughs> with, with the nonstop Sentai talk. So, yeah, throw some stuff up whenever, whenever it tickles my fancy, whenever I feel in the mood. It, it kind of uh, gives me some focus because Lord knows with uh... – sorry about that. Lord knows with all the uh, with the Rona and working at home uh, that sometimes you just need to direct your focus somewhere else to give yourself some sanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, now, this question actually comes from ASD Classified on Twitter. Oh. Lisa, I think this is for you. Okay. <laughs> How many episodes are locked away in the vault? Lord. And when <laughs> and will some of them ever be released? Lord. <laughs> I'll say this. I've done very well with the audio vault in terms of everything being out and on time recently. So I just like, just give me a little pat on the back. I've done very right. well. <laughs> done very well. You did good. Okay. The video vault, <laughs> on the other hand, is another story. Um, there's a lot. Like, we, like, all, there's a lot of interviews that I have done since. I want to say this is 2020 now, so maybe 2016, 2015 now. Jesus, it's a lot. It's wow. a lot that I had. I said because, like, I was just like, oh, I want to like you know really up my game in video and filming, and I, I want to do this. So like, yeah, I remember. I remember it's been a moment that I have like filmed a lot of interviews on camera that people have not seen yet, and. So it's a lot. I'm not even, I can't count. I honestly, it's a lot. Cause like I'm seeing, and then there are times where like, legit, I have forgotten. I have interviewed people <laughs> and I'm like, Uh-oh. oh no, wait, no, no, no. I did that, but they were on video. Yeah, I did that. Cause like, cause it hasn't come out yet. So like there's certain interviews that mm. haven't come out yet. I'm just like, no, no, I actually have interviewed them. It was, it was, it was on video. <laughs> so it's a lot. I was going to say, like, I have literally hundreds of behind the scene photos that haven't seen the light of day that are from at least three conventions. Yeah, it's a lot. So it's a lot. Post it. It's a lot. <laughs> right. It's a lot. I want to see these gems. It's a lot. So honestly, like, and this is one of the things that I, I call it, I call it a crisis, call it a whatever. I mean, I have told these guys, um, uh, I was going to say off camera. No, I've told these guys offline that, you know, my current day job, especially during the pandemic, has been extremely stressful. Extremely. Like, I and and I am not thankful. I, I am thankful that I have a job. 
So I'm very thankful. Like, it, it is something, I mean, it was, there were times where just like, I don't know if I'm going to have a job. I have no idea. It depends. But I am thankful I have a job. And so with that being said, putting that to the side, it has been very stressful. And part of the stressful moments has been, there has been very little time where I can use my energy into the stuff I really want to do and what is my passion and especially video editing. Like I went to school for it. I went to school for it. You know, I learned how to edit on this will age me, but whatever. Final cut four. Final cut oh my gosh. pro four. Final cut. Four. Wow. Before they started with all this new accent they did before they all started. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. So that's what I learn on. And and I I man, I even I even got a free copy of Final Cut from from Greg Aronowitz because he was like, yep, I don't need this. But I'm like, oh, it's better than what I have here. I don't have this at home. Thank you. I'll take it. I mean, like that sort of thing, because like I really wanted to edit and edit well. And so it kills me that I have so much good content that I just seem to not have any time to edit. And so and then and then the other thing is like, okay, hire an editor. Um, I like to edit. That's kind of the problem. <laughs> it's kind of the, you know, that's my issue. My issue is that's the part I like to do. However, you know, I mean, at some point, it's like, okay, well, uh, you're going to have to, I'm gonna, something's got to give. So, you know, hopefully my, my dream and my goal is that I am able to sustain a living wage uh, well, better than a living wage, because you know, I mean, I, I don't, I make good money right now. So, better than a living wage in order to do what I am passionate about. Whether it is no pink spandex, whether it is something else in terms of uh, video editing, filming, whatever. I mean, that's my passion. So, you know, um, if you want to support no pink spandex, um. <laughs> There are going to be many ways that are going to be in these links where you can support and, and help us. Because <laughs> honestly, it's just like, it's just, you know, it, it's been it's been really hard lately in order, you know, seeing, I mean, and even just watching, I'll, I'll put it this way. I, the age, like I said, the age I was when I first started this, I'm seeing people now who are that age who are starting their own stuff here, who are starting their YouTube channels, who are starting their podcasts, who are starting whatever. And I'm seeing and I'm just like, oh, right. That's when I had time. <laughs> like, I remember those days. But even still, like, they're doing this through their pandemic. Like, this is like, I mean, nobody has experienced this before. They're creating, they're doing whatever they can. And so... You know, it is inspiring to say, okay, it's not too late. There has to be a way. And and I'm determined to figure it out. I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm determined to figure it out because my passion is video editing. I, I love, that's what I love to do. Yes, shooting and then handing it off to somebody to edit. It's great, but like, it's it's the editing where you, like, you actually get to tell the story and I want to be able to tell the story. So pray for me <laughs> pray for me 
know, like now yeah. also too, Lisa. This is also for you as well. Um, now I know back during the last, um, during the last anniversary, um, you expressed that um, you were going through a lot and that you were basically on like the cusp of like, I'm just going to end it all. I'm just going to end this, you know, but you pushed through. And oh, now I did? We're oh, okay. Yes, episode 200, <laughs> sis. Episode 200. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Wow. I don't remember. Jack. Go ahead. Continue. Bearing your soul. <laughs> just, you know, basically just bearing your soul. Nah, I'm bearing your soul, but I mean, <laughs> just giving us the rundown and just basically letting us know, like, hey, you know, this was a thing, but, you know, we're going to keep it pushing. Okay. Now that you are here 15 years later, no pink spandex is still here, still kicking, still pushing. How, what are you looking forward to as far as NPS in the future going forward? That is still around. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. Um, no pink spandex is not going to last forever. It's not, right? Like, you know, like the, we're most of us of our of a particular age and so it's not gonna last forever but while we're still here i just hope that we're able to appreciate each day that we're given i know it sounds so cheesy and corny but it's true it really is true and uh, yeah no actually i kind of remember i remember yeah i remember almost crying or crying yeah yeah i'm not gonna do that again no 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 we we're gonna be happy <laughs> but I I want for the next in the future. I just I just hope that No Pink Spandex is able to provide something fresh and new as soon as the crap comes out the vault. Because <laughs> you know how I, I don't know I don't know about y'all, right? Do you know how frustrating it is if you're a creative person? Like, I'm, I mean, like, I, I consider myself a creative person. And it's so frustrating to have, like, five billion ideas. Like, I'm just like, this is amazing, and this is amazing. Uh, I, and, like, you don't have either enough manpower, woman power, uh, uh, or enough uh, time or whatever to execute these ideas because you have so many. Like, that's kind of where I am right now. I have so many ideas that I want to... Uh, provide in terms of no pink spandex in terms of stuff that I haven't seen before in terms of just like you know just some really good content and I'm like ah I need the time <laughs> and I don't have it so you know I think anybody out there who is a creative person who experiences the exact same thing I am uh I I I think we all can agree like you just want to be able to keep producing good content for people to enjoy right? Whether you are a diehard Power Ranger fan or you just got into watching your first episode of Power Rangers Turbo and you're here and you're, and you're here to stay. So yeah, that's kind of, did I answer your question? Jesus, did I answer it? You did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this is my final question and each of you can answer. What is that one nugget that you'd like to impart to the listeners out there? I got one. Is that, and this is true of anything, not just with Power Range, it's true of anything. Have fun with it. 
man. And if you find that you're not having fun with something, um, especially when it comes to entertainment, um, don't, don't keep, keep at it. And like, I see people all the time with TV shows. They're, they feel like they're stuck with it. They feel like, Oh, I've been watching it for this whole time. It's sort of like a sunk cost fallacy. It's like, well, I got to keep watching it, but I don't really like it that much. It's like, you don't have to, you, you can dip in, dip out or find the thing that you like and just focus on that. It's so easy. Social media is made for us to get angry. It, it, it literally, <laughs> the algorithm supports anger. Um, so if you find yourself caught up in that, if you don't like, you know, being on Twitter, the thing that I have found that's so delightful is I used to like throw all my thoughts out on Twitter. And now I just talk to everybody who's here right now, especially about Power Rangers, right? Because it's more fun. I feel like, you know, I'm having more of a friendly conversation than just throwing it out to the world. And that makes the show more fun for me. So I think that the that the, the nugget or whatever you want to call it that I'm throwing it out here, it's just if you're not having fun with something, find a way to have fun with it. Or, hey, find something else that you can have fun with. Life is way too short to, to be genuinely hate watching something or complaining about it all the time. Like, obviously, some things deserve criticism, of course. But if you're things. mad at something more than 50% of the time, maybe don't spend that much time with it. I think that goes for some <laughs> friendships, too. Let's be real. All right. I'm done. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, <clears throat> I think mine actually is, is somewhat similar to that in the sense that when it comes to... Uh, and it's not just the Power Rangers fandom, but it's really any sort of fandom or anything out there. And it's do it. Um, there's no correct way to do it is what, I, what I'm trying to say here is that don't do it for the likes. Don't do it for the views. Don't do it for because this is the this is the image you think people want to see you as. <laughs> I think the most important thing is that whatever you put into it is at least what you get out of it. Um, I know for me, when it came to, you know, the podcast, you know, 15 years, there's been different eras in my mind and I'm not talking about co-host or anything, but I think about where I was as a person. There were times where doing it was my only salvation. There were times where doing it was honestly somewhat a bit of a chore. There were times where, you know, I just did it because it was just a part of my life. And the best times have always been the ones where I had focus and I was doing it because I was hanging out with my friends. It's similar to what I said about conventions. It's, um, you have to really be enjoying your time and not being worried about anything else. Um, I, it's, it's tough because, um, I I definitely used to be the type of person where I sunk so much of my time and my being into the Power Rangers fandom because I wasn't happy with life outside of it. And it became less of a distraction and more like the only thing that kept me going. And when I found a balance in my life and I realized, you know, like, I'm going to the podcast because I'm having fun. I'm making this YouTube video because I'm having fun. I don't care if one person watches it. Maybe that one person enjoyed it and that's awesome. Um, I don't care if I'm posting this photo. Like I'm not, I'm not here to be like Mr. Special effects, do all this amazing stuff. I do it to the best of my ability and because I liked it and I put only as much time into it as I was having fun. And I think so many people out there nowadays 
care about this specific image. So they're like, Hey, I'm going to be friends with this person because they're going to help me. Or I'm going to give this opinion because if I give this opinion, then more people are going to like me. And to me, that's not fun. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'm super happy about it. Sometimes I just want to rant about it, but no matter which opinion I take, which approach I take, I'm doing it that way because it's gratifying. I'm enjoying myself and hopefully someone else out there enjoys it too. And that's really the approach I take to it. And that's the approach I hope a lot of people take to it. I'll add that. Beautiful. I'll add that it's okay to want to, I'll just use YouTube as an example, because it's easiest. It's okay to want to start a YouTube channel, do the best that you can, make sure that you're engaging, make sure that you are, uh, so that you are able to garner more subscribers and more views and things. It's okay to want that. It's also okay to say that is not going to be my main focus and my barometer of success because there are, you have to make sure that your barometer of success is a coming from a healthy place is coming from an honest place. And it's, and whatever you're doing, you are doing it so that it is to, it is of a benefit that is of a passion of yours. That is an actual passion of yours. And so sure. Absolutely. Do you, there are plenty of people who start YouTube channels and want to do the best that they can. And yes, everybody wants to grow an audience and do the best they can with that. But it has to come from those three places or else it's not going to be, it's not, it's not healthy. I mean, it's just not healthy. <laughs> it's just really not. Right. So, so yes, like there are people like Jer who just like, I'm just doing this for fun. Cool. I'm just going to put it up. If you watch it, cool. If you don't, cool. But it's also okay to want to do your best so that you're putting your best foot forward and you're providing good content, but it has to come from those three places that I mentioned. So honesty, uh, passion and health. Right. And a lot of and a lot of people and sometimes not even sometimes unintentionally, one of those things get the, the, one of those things are missing and then they find themselves burnt out or they find themselves like, how come nobody is watching or how, or like depressed or whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you got to have you got to have those three. You got to make sure you got you got to check them. Right. So, cause I mean, is there any, is there such a thing as a balance? Eh, probably not. <laughs> like we all kind of like sway from one way to the other, but you have to do the best that you can so that you're not completely out of whack and you're not missing, you're not missing what your actual purpose is and whatever that purpose is for you, you have to find it within yourself. And now we're getting really deep. Spy, what you get, what's your nuggets? <laughs> I would just say, uh, surround yourself with people who, who have your back, I guess. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I've come into NPS with any sort of plan for like fame or success or whatever, but if Lisa J needs another voice so that they can have an opinion on issue 52 of a comic, you know, show up and who knows where that will lead you. <laughs> <laughs> Passion. Passion. Well, thank you all so much for allowing me to interview you guys. It's been a true pleasure. And if you are not following these wonderful people on their own personal social medias, 
please do so. Jonathan Custis on Instagram, Captain Subpar, Captain underscore Subpar for IG, right? Yes. And yes. And all social media for No Pink Spandex and also for Seamus, Den of Geek. And also check out his podcast on what is it again? Robotech? Yes, Robotech Roboskullcast.libsyn.com. You did get that right after a brief stumble on that Tribunal of the Grid episode. It's fine. I forgive you. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I listen, I uh, literally had a brain fart because shame. I was going to say Voltron. And I was like, no, it's not Voltron. <laughs> it's no not shame. Voltron. Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, any, 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 uh, any marketing for it? It's great. <laughs> no problem. This is what we do. Mm-hmm. And once again, thank you for listening, and have a wonderful night. I'm not going to end without me talking again. I can't do it. Oh, I can't boy. do it. Oh, ah. oh boy. No, I wanted to say thank you, Brandon, for being oh. uh, being a wonderful interviewer. Uh, I tasked oh, him to like interview us. I'm just like, do your best. It's fine. Do your, do your, do your best. And he's like, okay. <laughs> sure. And so thank you, Brandon. He has a wonderful podcast called Tribunal of the Grid. And you can check that out at linktr.ee slash tribunal of the grid. And all the links are there for you guys to check out his podcast. He also interviews a lot of people. And they review things. And they talk about news and all those wonderful things. All right? See, y'all thought I was going to talk about me again, and you're right. (laughs) Amazon. It's just so, it's just, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, please. We already, no, this is, this is going to be an ad free. (laughs) It's special. (laughs) It's ad free special. No, um, I I just want to thank again, I mean, because I kind of gave this a little bit earlier, but uh, I want to thank everybody who has participated, helped, uh, like I, I've shoulder to cry on uh, everything. I, I thank each and every one of you for the past fifteen years. It has been, it has been such a roller coaster of emotions, and and I was going to talk about a thing that I can't talk about right now. Oops. Okay. Oh. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, rewind. Um, and kind of like going back. And being in this moment of like reminiscing and like bringing up old stuff, I'm just like, oh wow, I've like No Being Spanish has done a lot. We've done a lot. And I didn't realize, I really didn't. Like, there's stuff I'm just like, wait a minute, I I went to that show. Oh, I did that. Oh, like stuff I don't even remember. But I'm like, but it's documented through the show. And so, even though I cringe at the single digits, please don't listen. Please, <laughs> please no, don't they're listen. wonderful. Apparently, please listen. Apparently, I can listen to episode eight again. Oh, apparently. boy. But I, even though... Oh, you have to do that. Oh, gosh. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. But even though those... I, I mean, yes, I cringe. But they're documented. I, I haven't had... I remember back in the day where where we were encouraged as kids to like keep a diary and or keep a journal and and document your days or you document something throughout your day and I and I used to and then I stopped and and I'm kind of sad that I didn't because there were so many things I have notebooks in here that even with like events that I've gone to I've just like tried to like journal it and everything but I stopped and but but I had this podcast and at the very least 
I can go back and listen to like, oh yeah, that happened. Oh my, and I, and I haven't had anything last that long in order to go back to memories that I am very fond of or memories. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that happened. But you know, looking now that I am years old, that you can grow from it's, it's amazing. So I thank everybody. Uh, like I said, pray for us, you know what I'm saying? Cause, because I, I mean, without trying to shed a tear and I haven't shed one yet, this is amazing. It's great that I wish and I hope and I pray that this amongst my other video work or whatever is able to be sustainable enough for me to have a career and able to do this because there's so much in my brain that needs to come out and for y'all to see so much. Okay. I tell these guys offline all the time, I have this idea and that idea and they're like, Oh my gosh. And then, you know, uh, life happens, pandemic happens, uh, death happens. Uh, uh, people lose their jobs. People need, you know, help with this or whatever, all that stuff. But We've gotten this far by faith, leading on the Lord. Uh, there's a song for y'all. And I am thankful that I've gotten this far. So I'll find a way. I'll find a way. And if you feel like you are at a place where just like, darn it, I, I'm, I'm at a crossroads. I don't know what to do or whatever. You will find a way as well. If it's important enough for you, you will find a way. So I wanted to leave with that. I wanted to leave on a positive, encouraging, inspiring note. And with that being said, uh, we're gonna like go offline now and then go in the after show and talk about all the stuff you can't talk about. Hey! Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> talk about that interview we really hated. <laughs> you know the one with that person? <laughs> that thing. I know the one. <laughs> oh, good night, you guys. Oh Thank gosh. you. Happy 15th. <laughs> Happy 15th.